Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. So a lot of you listeners often ask what my background is, and if you tune in frequently to the podcast, I do talk about it. For those that don't know, I run a marketing company called Bash Solutions, which specializes in custom websites, content creation, and consulting based up here in cold and snowy Rochester, New York. With clients in the wrestling world alone, ranging from Cal Sanderson and Jordan Burroughs to the Nittany Line Wrestling Club and Helen Maroulis, we've been busy over the past decade proving why we're the best and earning trust all throughout the U.S., And we're not limited to wrestling by any means. We help businesses of all shapes and sizes from barbecue and butcher shops in Arizona like Snowflake Smokehouse to the largest Chevy dealership in the world right here in Rochester, New York, Bob Johnson, and everyone in between. Whether it's building a new custom website or implementing new digital strategies to streamline your business, Bash Solutions is trusted by businesses and brands across the country for a reason. You can learn more about Bash Solutions by visiting BashSolutions.com or head over to Facebook or Instagram Search Bash Solutions to see what we're up to. All right. Brew some coffee. Pour a cup. It's time for some more coffee talk. It's Bashomania! Let me tell you something, brother. He gave us everything he had in him tonight. What you gonna do when Bashomania runs wild? Oh, it's gonna be a good one. And business just picked up here on the podcast. Oh yeah, we'll just uh, just in, just increase the size of everything. Yeah, we'll make it bigger. I Would was you... actually, I was, I was actually, um, I was on my phone yesterday and I was looking at something. And it was like the text was pretty small. I was like this far. <laughs> one, one of my buddies was like, "Do you really need to be that close to your phone?" I went to the eye doctor Thursday and it ruined my whole morning. They dilated my eyes, everything. Oh, yeah. That was the first time I've ever had my eyes dilated. I couldn't see. My yeah, entire see. phone looked pixelated. I thought this isn't real life. Like they can just put a drop in your eye and make you stop seeing. Right. <laughs> like, Isn't that pretty crazy? That's nerve wracking. She's like, oh, it's going to come back. Like, you hope. What if it doesn't? Like, yeah. I literally couldn't see. I had my wife like reading emails and text. You're like, I guess this is forever now. Yeah. So, but they, <laughs> she told me, she's like, yeah, you definitely need some glasses. And I'm like, okay, what do you think? Like, maybe if I'm on the computer, some blue light. She's like, no, like 24 seven, put some glasses on. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. I, um, I wear glasses, but they kind of just sit in my room most of the time. Yeah. I um, got to get them. I'm going to go this week and get it. And speaking of your health, I'll guess we'll just roll right with that. You are finally back. Yes. January 29th. You finally have a match. You, you and Dave mm-hmm. McFadden. Yeah. At what, 79 kilos? Yeah. How do you feel about that? Is that your yeah, first time wrestling that heavy? <laughs> it is, yeah. I actually, uh, I was like a pound <laughs> under last week, so. <laughs> a pound under 79? Um, I try. I actually, tr- yeah, yeah, not a pound <laughs> under 74, no, a pound under 79 kilos. Just, um, so I feel, that's good. I won't really have to cut any weight. Um, but I wanted to wrestle lower, actually, but. 
I was talking to uh, Slay about it, and he was like, well, we have uh, Dave on a descent plan right now, and that's my guy. So I was like, all right, that's fine. Like, we'll do it. Like, doesn't matter. Let's just go what, wrestle. What is your expectation for this match? It's been a while since you've been on the mat. Like, what? Like, think Dan Velma, maybe three months ago? <laughs> yeah, so uh, just only, strictly wrestling Penn RTC guys um, now. <laughs> but... Nah, I'm just going to go let it fly and just have fun with it. That's pretty much, you know, my goal going into this match is um, let it rip, get myself tired, score some points. Um, I know what he does. He knows what I do. You know, we only wrestled each other once, but, um, you know, I've watched him wrestle just honestly rooting for him most of the time. Um, yeah, same. Sure, vice, sure, vice versa. Um, so, like, it, it should be fun, though. This is probably right. my first time not rooting for him. And I tweeted that. I'm like, let's go, Chenzo. No disrespect, McFadden. <laughs> no, yeah, he's a, he's a good dude, right? And um, I like him a lot. I had him on know, here last year. Yeah, I, I've known him for a long time, and we've, you know, become better friends over the years, too. And now he lives with Mark, who is one of my best friends. And yeah. now they're super tight, too. So I think he said he was still my warm-up partner, which that one kind of hurt <laughs> a little bit. Is that like this match, which, by the way, for people listening who might live under a rock, Pennsylvania RTC is hosting an event on January 29th on their Rockfin channel. If you watch Chenzo compete for the NLWC against Dan Valmont, you already have access, as long as you didn't cancel your subscription. Mm. If you didn't, you got to go sign up. It's $9.99 a month. But I think this match should be, like, dubbed, like, you know, like WWF style, everything's like a stipulation. There's always something hanging in the balance. I think for you guys here, it's winner is Mark Hall's training partner. Present or not, it's just the title, Mark Hall's training he, partner. He could, listen, he can take a Mark's, I think Mark's a little too big for me now to be my consistent training partner. Because we both, we both kind of went opposite directions in weight yeah. since graduating college. Um, I've been kind of bringing my down and he's just letting himself grow. Yeah, he's wrestling so, Nate maybe, Jackson, maybe, who just wrestled Jaden. <laughs> and listen, Nate looked big out, he did. out there. I mean, I think he weighed in like 206 or something like that. I don't know. I have no idea. Don't quote me on that, but <laughs> somewhere around there. Yeah, I know. But he but he he didn't look it though. He looked all of whatever he weighed in at. Yeah, he looked big. And I, you know, for taking that match on such short notice and up away, I thought he looked really good. Jaden is just so Jaden. Like Jaden is, mm -hmm. it's funny how you're around Snyder a lot more than I am, but it's funny, like watching it, like on a screen, like a TV that Jaden looks so much bigger than Snyder. Um, I don't, if you were like standing next to both of them, like at the same, like if you were just casually standing next to both of them, I wouldn't, I don't think you would think that really, I don't know why Jaden uh, nah. looks so much bigger. Like when I see Snyder, like in person, He's so jacked. When I see him Snyder like compete, up, yeah. When I see him compete, like Jaden always looks like he should be in a bigger weight class. Snyder, it's always like maybe he should be down a weight class, just because some of his competitors I think are taller and it's a bit more deceiving. He manages his weight extremely well too. Yeah, um, he's you know Kyle's very just on top of it. Also. Speaking of Kyle, how about Noah Sharifov match this weekend? I was a little upsetting. Yeah, I want to talk a lot about that event. I guess we'll talk yeah, about we'll get into that. Jaden and the Jordan Dave card first. So 
a couple takeaways. First, let's just get right into Burroughs Taylor. What's your thoughts overall? Um, I thought it was a good match. I think Dave did a really good job for about five minutes of keeping his left hand down, just down blocking. Um, and then in that last minute, Jordan was able to get himself going and was able to kind of get through that and run Dave to the edge. And, um, you know, I think both guys were making good adjustments throughout the match. And, man, that was a good uh, – be there for it. And, uh, you know, it was good to help David, you know, throughout the whole process and everything. But I'd like to see it again. And I think so would I. can get on board it, You know, that. it was – I give respect to both of them. Dave beat someone who's one of the absolute Absolutely, best wrestlers yeah. in the world. And Jordan went up a weight and mm-hmm. only lost on criteria to, I refer to Dave as basically the reigning world champ. Like he got injured. He yeah. hasn't competed internationally since he won the world championship. You know, it's so impressive that Jordan can go up and lose by criteria. So, and that's what I, I've been seeing like on media a lot, right? Like, Wow, Jordan Burroughs really is the greatest. You know, he he only lost on criteria, which there's and for him to be the greatest, there's no way that that's what he's thinking. No, without a doubt. He doesn't want to he doesn't want to just lose criteria. And as a fan and everyone else, like, you know, people saying we need overtime in the sport, like that's fine. Which where do you stand on that? I um well where I stand on that match specifically was like if the rules are criteria going into it, right? So you yeah. know that while you're wrestling. Like, so that doesn't change the match for me at all. If they're like, oh, yeah. okay, there's overtime. The match is wrestled different. Um, I don't know, because like, what if you're in a tournament, right? And you have a tough first round draw and it's like, okay, like first takedown wins in overtime. You can wrestle for another five minutes. You well, know, and that just kind of kills you. Yeah, Willie had said that yesterday. He had a pretty good analysis about it that it's along the lines of like, look at it, you know, nothing stops two guys from talking to each other and saying, let's just kind of putz around for two minutes and get our lungs back. And then whatever, like if you can go 15 overtimes, nobody's really mm-hmm. pressed for time. I like the criteria is you're forced to it forces action. It, I think it does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that, that match was great. My only, one of my complaints about it is that, and I don't know if it was just flow hyping it up, but everybody kept saying this is the biggest match ever. This is the biggest match ever. And it was definitely a big match, but it felt flat from the standpoint of like nothing on the line, like Olympic worldwise, you know, like I love the storylines. So it it was great to see them wrestle, but I felt like I love watching wrestling more as a fan when there's implications and things on the line. That was the only thing that like, I'd rather have the match than not have it. But I don't know if well, I would call that the biggest match ever. I I understand what you're saying. So who watches regular season NBA and regular season NHL? Like Diehards. Like, right, people who are super into it. But, yeah. you know, the rest of us were here for the playoffs when there's something right. on the line. Yeah. Um, there's always – it's always more fun. When By the way, at stake. <laughs> speaking of something at stake, shout out Bill's Mafia. Oh shutting down Lamar Jackson. 17-3. What a victory. I don't know what's going to happen next week. Chiefs-Browns tonight. I mean, Browns are a 10-point dog tonight. I, I don't... Nine and a half. They, they moved it to nine Oh, and did half. they? Wow. <laughs> Which, yeah, huge, <laughs> huge. Yeah, I know. Um, but yeah, I, I do like... You know, that's... 
I love these exhibition cards and, and matches. And that's kind of brings me to another point. Everybody's saying how good McKenna looks. And he did. McKenna looked awesome. My only surprise is that like when Joey competes like he did the last two matches, I'm not surprised people are talking about him. The only thing I'm surprised more people aren't talking about is that he beat a 57 and a 61 kilo guy. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm right. reading these com the commentary like McKenna, 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 like McKenna did awesome, but how come nobody's taking that into account? You know, it's like, and I told Slay that I'm like, this is proof that a focused Joey is a dangerous Joey at 65 kilos, but I definitely want to see him soon against the 65 guy. Oh, Nation is a 65 now, I guess for, for this year. Um, so, but you got to look at how much size did he really put on in that amount of time. Yeah. Um, and you, so you can't take anything away from Joe either. Because Correct. It's not like it's not like he chose to wrestle small people. That was just, you know, who was there. Yep. And he's not. And Gross and Nation are freaking competitors. Like nobody. And, was... and they, and they're both big for their weight classes. Too. They are. Yeah. Um, I don't. I really don't think that he had a huge size advantage in either match. He's like whenever he's down and he's small, he's small. He stays small. Yep. He didn't really have to cut. He didn't. Ha I was there, you know, with him down in uh, Lincoln. He really didn't have to cut. So, yeah, I mean, maybe he has a little more horsepower, but whatever advantages he had, he used them. He looked good. Yeah, I, th I thought he looked great. And I don't, you know, I don't take those victories away from him at all. I don't want to diminish them. Gross is a competitor and Aishan's a competitor. Those are awesome matches. I was just more surprised that I didn't see any commentary referencing that, but yeah, I thought Joey looked great. I'm super excited. I know the last time I talked to Slay, I don't think he knew who McKenna was going to wrestle yet. Um, so I'm really excited to see who it's going to be. Do you know if, um, if he, no, got, I don't think he has a match yet. I, so. Yeah. I don't even want to announce I don't think, it. If I, I don't did think he know does. It. Yeah. I wouldn't announce it if I did. I'm just saying, I'm excited to see who he wrestles. Like I'm actually waiting. Um, he, uh, so whenever we were down there, he didn't have a match lined up yet. Like I was just trying to help him brainstorm. It's, it's hard to schedule matches, you know, especially um, now tried, getting close to the trials, especially now getting close to trials. And there's a whole pool of college guys that are out too, because they're in season. And I feel like at 65, that pool is short or as small where they're all like top five like you have zane yanni jo it's all guys who are like one two three four in the weight it's not mm -hmm. like there's a lot of five to ten guys ranked that want to try to i don't know it's going to be interesting i hope he gets a good match i'd love to see him so in pantelio pantelio doesn't seem to be shying away from competition well the only thing i think pantelio is pantelio going up to 74 Oh, that's right. I think he is. So if he is, I don't think. Yeah, he would do no, that I forgot about that. If he's going up. He'd be a little too big. Yeah, I forgot about that. And speaking of I, last week, I must have got no less than 100 DMs for the Mitch McKee thing. No less. <laughs> and that was one of those things where I read the I read a tweet like just before we recorded. And I'm like, oh, that's a good point. I just didn't think about it. Oh, yeah, he graduated. So I got like 100 yeah. DMs and they're all great. Like Love the show. Love the show. Just so you know, Mitch McKee graduated. Hey, you guys That's are why. idiots. <laughs> and I'm gonna def I'm gonna defend myself here. 
Um, I Please think he do. graduated high school. I think he graduated high school the year after me. Okay. So that's why that's why I thought he had another year, but I guess he didn't take a red shirt. That would make sense. Yeah, like, and by the way, know, I was... love if we ever say something dumb or we're wrong, feel free to DM. Yeah. Like this is this is not like 27 hours of planning. Every fact is, you know, fact checked. But mm. more wrestling, the Henry Deglan was yesterday for the I men. I think so. Doug Lane. I don't know how to say. Yeah, I don't know. A yeah. um, lot of great action. I guess we'll start Friday. The women wrestled and they just looked good. I'm excited. Like I was thinking about it this morning. I was sitting in church and I was scrolling through Twitter and nobody's talking about Greco. And I'm not surprised no because one. like for two reasons. Number one, they don't win that often. And if you don't win, you're not going to mm-hmm. get that fandom. And number two, like if I'm not following something, but I see a name that I really want to see compete, I'll tune in. And uh, there wasn't a lot of that today with the Greco, but I'll tell you with the women on Friday, the names that we've developed are as a country. Yeah. They're, they're hammers. Yeah, like they're you great. see Sarah Hildebrandt <laughs> coming to the match, Jakara Winchester, Helen rules. Like you see these names and even mm-hmm. so like the fact that we had, I'm trying to, did I write it down? Like the amount of oh, golds, like Sarah Hildebrandt gold, Jakar Winchester silver, Helen Marulis gold, Kayla Miracle gold, Tamara Mensa stock gold, you know, Forrest Molinari and Macy Kilty both took silver, two Americans. Like, that's awesome. I think, you know, we had like two finals at one point and three out of the four competing were Americans. Mm-hmm. Like the growth and strength of our women's side has just continues to climb. And like, I like all these names with the, with the exception of like one or two, I'm excited to see them wrestle. Like Forrest Molinari was down, like, I think five, one, she pinned someone like exciting matches. These are matches that like, if you see they're happening, you want to tune in. That's how women's wrestling, I think is going to continue to grow. So I love that. Yeah. I think it's great too. And it's just like, with the amount of we've talked about this before, but just like the amount of success that our like senior women are having is just inspiring to pursue like the same dreams and everything. And I I think that in turn is just going to help the entire sport of wrestling. So you know, um, keep it up, right? Like I think they're killing it. Yeah, and I I definitely think we're going to have at least one Olympic gold, if not two women this year yeah i mean like you know i'm not gonna put that pressure on but yeah i think so also i mean i think if just the system that they that we have right now and the way that they're competing like there's no doubt in my mind yeah and you have like being a marketing guy i always talk about how i'm interested in the storylines like you have helen rulis a returning olympic gold medals competing you have someone like mensa stock who just she bumped up great. beat Adeline. She beat yeah. Forrest Molinari, who was coming up a weight. So now she's got wins in the last week over someone coming up and her going up. So, you know, she's the reigning world champ. So those two alone, then you throw in Sarah Hildebrandt at 50 kilos, Kayla Miracle at 62, Jakara. Like th- there are some studs. So, yeah, I, w- I was really, really impressed with that Friday. Yesterday, it, you know, it's been a while since at least on my side, on the fan side, like being able to watch an international tournament. It's been so long, you know, 
there were what's an international tournament without disappointments like the Gilman match. I still don't understand how that was scored. Very, very frustrating. I'm going to stop you real quick. Okay. If that was correct, then Gilman would have teched Seth in like two minutes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that was insane. Yeah. I, I, and I'm not like the, I said this during, after Yanni's match, like, cause people were saying, how was that two or how was that four for Yanni? Like, I don't know these like Yanni and Vito. These guys love that. They love the exposure. They love throwing to an ex- exposure and they seem to kind of put themselves in danger of scoring going different ways. And I had said to the Yanni match, like, look, it, I don't know how that thing was scored. And I, yeah. you always see like after the Zane Yanni match, for example, you always see fans like hating on someone. It's like, listen, they have one job to go out there and score points. And Yanni did that. He teched King Shavili. Right the reigning Olympic champ, like that was super impressive, but I'm like, I don't, I don't know the scoring that well. So Gilman's match, I'm like this, from what my understanding, this doesn't seem right. So, um, yeah, I, I, you have every reason to feel that for Gilman's match. Cause that was, that was just insane. I don't like, I watched it a few times trying to wrap my head around like any possible scenario in which it would have been two. And the one scenario I was thinking of were, well, his, his knee touched for a second, right? Yeah. So if his knee touched, then, like, he's grounded anyway. So that's not even a point. That's not even one. Um, I, I seriously, I couldn't, I couldn't figure it out. I don't know. I watched it. I watched it a bunch of times. And, yeah, it's one match. It's not, you know, it's a match in. Yeah, you just hate to see it. France. It's, it's not the end of the world, but it's not. It it's, yeah, I think it's one of those things where. You know, rooting for Americans, being a Thomas Gilman fan. And one of the unique aspects here was I think a lot of us wanted to see Gilman Soriano in the finals. Oh, yeah. And not only mm-hmm. did it cost Gilman a match, it cost Gilman from being in the finals with him, which right. Soriano, I mean, we, we put three guys, we sent three guys, but we took first, third, and fifth. Soriano got gold, Gilman got bronze, and then Vito got fifth. Like, that's wild to me. And that's like, no Spencer Lee, no Dayton Fix, no Seth Gross. Like we haven't won a medal at fifty-seven in a long time, but we've got a lot of guys. We, right really, now. we do, and I think that's uh, going to just cha- change the landscape of fifty-seven because they're going to have to be really good to beat each other to make the team. Yeah. So if you got to be that good to make the team, like you're going to be good enough to medal. Yeah. And what about Yanni beating James Green for the third straight time? Nothing new there. I don't know. I, <laughs> I'm I not he, really shocked. Like, yeah, I'm not really no. shocked. But I mean, it, it, I you know, James Green is a. We think we talked about this last week. He's a great wrestler. It's a lot to come down to 65. I mean, he's a 70 kilo guy, and you know, you, you talk about the talent at 65. Yanni, Zane, Jo, Joey, like Nick Lee. <laughs> There's some studs at 65, and to cut down for the Olympics. It's tough for these guys. Hey, since you're talking crap on my guy, Joey, he, he did beat Yanni last time they wrestled last year. Joey at senior nationals looked absolutely incredible. I think Joey's like right there. He looked awesome. Was it the Mateo Pelicone last year? I think he he's looked incredible. My only thing with Joey, I'm just surprised that people aren't talking about the, the weight difference. That's it. Right. Joe, Joey's a hammer. Um, right. Yeah. 
So Yanni got gold. Yeah. James Green got silver. <laughs> I, I'm just going to keep giving you a hard time, though. That's all right. They got gold. Zahid got a bronze. Yeah. Snyderman gold. Snyder looked so great. She, 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 did you see Dake? Yeah. Dake's rock is. bottom. Did you see? Uh, yes. Uh, I don't understand. I don't know if that's that functional pattern stuff he does or what, but the way his body moves to be able to do that is just ridiculous. I need, I need to feel that. Not the rock bottom part, but just, you know, the movement. We got to get you two on a card. Yeah, let's do it. You know, speaking of all these matches, I'm curious. And Gwiz got bronze. Um, I think he got bronze. Heavyweight yeah. stacked too. Heavyweight Kirk, is stacked. Mason, three three people, of the guys are in college too, which is crazy. We were talking about this. Yeah. So after you know both of these cards, I'm curious for you if you have thought about whose stock went up and whose stock went down. I was thinking about this. So there is a few people that I had in mind for stock up. I was yeah. originally thinking Nick Siriano, but like, you know, everyone knows Nick Siriano is good. I'm going to have a crazy pick here for stock up. Okay. By the way, I was, I was leaning Nelson towards brands. Did you see that Iowa Nebraska match? Him and um, I Taylor think Benz. I did. Yeah. Yeah, majored him. And he didn't talk. He caught him on his back. Push, pull, snap, run around. Looked good, man. Um, you know, Nelson I, Brand stock up. He looked strong and good. I didn't even think about factoring in college guys into that because I would have put Dylan Ragason last week for stock going up. Ooh. But I was thinking, I was thinking strictly Frieza, which I would have said Soriano this week for stock going up because Nick is Nick is a great wrestler. But he put together a hell of a tournament. I think he only let up like two points the entire tournament, and both mm-hmm. were, I think, um, penalty points, passivity points. Like they weren't. So, and I think you know he lost to Vito not too long ago. He lost to Gross last year at the Pharaoh. So I think people were starting to lower his stock a little bit because of how deep the weight class is. And I think after this weekend, I would say his stock went up. Um, that's fair. Yeah. Stock down. Any thoughts on whose stock you would put down? Um, I was trying to think about this too, and there was really no one that caught my eye per se that I was like, "Ooh, like this guy didn't look good" or something like that. Um, my biggest, I guess, the th- the thing that stands out the most to me has been officiating. I think the official <laughs> stock is going down big time. But and that's already not, been so low. <laughs> really but, and it's just, it's getting so much more inconsistent. Yeah. I think is what it is. Just like freestyle rules in general, just big time inconsistencies. I don't know. Yeah, no, that's fair. That's, I can't really think of any person coming to mind. that like, ooh, like, you know, they kind of shit the bed. Like, nah. I, you know, I, when you think stock you think long-term and you think Mm -hmm. equity and what their brand's going to be worth. And I think it was a tough one this week, but I think for me, it's James green because he's down at 65 and he doesn't look like he's going to be anything can happen at the trials. Walmart was the nine seed, but no, he did. And that's what I'm saying. Like it's, it's tough. It's not to say he's getting worse at all. He is a, he's an awesome wrestler. But it 
he's 0-3 now against Yanni. If you're, if I'm a sponsor of his and I have to wait what I think his chances are going to be of making the Olympic team this year, after you lose to Yanni three times, I'd say, okay, anything can happen. Molinaro proved that. Jaden proved that in 2016. But if you're 0-3 against Yanni, I would start to say like, okay, maybe we start thinking about his stock for 70 kilos next year. That kind of, to me, was like, He's now lost to Yanni at multiple events, 0-3. So I'd say for me, I think it. I'd say this week, James Green. And that's fair, too, just because you look at the whole weight also. Right. And yeah, it, three, three losses to Yanni, that's like, doesn't necessarily translate to losses to other people. But, you know, you can see it happen, right? Like, he's going to have to beat zane or him or jo or all of them and and part of like what when i say to do yeah and when i say stock too what i'm thinking about is like brand stock like for a sponsor who's the Mm -hmm. best stock to get right now so that's why it's like i think sometimes it might not even be that's why go ahead that's why i said nelson brands because he he just kind of popped out of nowhere yeah no exactly and that's why it's like Mm -hmm. You know, it's always tough coming up with the stock down because I don't want to be disrespectful. Like these guys aren't, it's not that we don't like them. It's not that they don't have a lot of value. It's just saying up and down based on the week. So right. it's like after this week, um, I'd say, I'd say James Green down, Nick Soriano up. I think I like Nick's chances for the Olympic trials better after this weekend. And I dislike James's more after this weekend. That's a pretty fair assessment. I can't disagree with any of that. It's it's not easy though. I don't like saying like <laughs> no, no, yeah. He's like, oh yeah, this guy sucks. Like, no, that's that's not the case. No, yeah, he and he just that's he just has to give himself more opportunities to get that to get that lace. Yeah, and I'm wondering if he's looked he looked great at 65 kilos so far. Aside from not breaking through to Yanni, who Yanni is like the perfect size 65 kilo guy. He yeah, he is. He probably doesn't have to do a whole ton, but like still has to move some weight. Yeah, no, for sure. Kind of but, perfect. Yeah. yeah, but that's why I wanted to kind of explain the thought process behind the stock. It's not that these guys are now gonna win Olympic gold or they're gonna fall off the face of the earth. It's just we wanna try to talk about whose stock well, they, they this might, week. Though. They, they might, they might, though. <laughs> right? It, yeah, it's not. Which, in in speaking of stock rising up and down, I want to bring in someone who nobody's seen for a while, and the champ, Gucci. <laughs> First of all, where are you right now? I forgot my toothpick. I'm in my new luxury apartment. Wow! I forgot, Maddie. Nice. Kick- Maddie kicked where you other, out. Where are the other rooms at? Nice and big. <laughs> what is that one wall? The black wall. Oh, uh, I just I just put the blackout shades on my windows. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sleeping in late. <laughs> he's got my, he's gold, just pr- my gold collection. He's a private guy. Got my books. <laughs> Everything. Wow. Thanks for the tour. How has how has life post living with Bo Nickel been going for you? Uh, it's been great. I, wow. I 
big smile uh, on everything. Uh, it's good. I mean, I, it's pretty much the same because I would just chill in my room for a while and then go downstairs and hang out with them at night. I do the same thing. I chill here and then I'll go over there at night most most of the week. So pretty much the same. And for those listening, we wanted Anthony to come on a couple of weeks ago and he couldn't because he didn't oh, text. Yeah. He didn't text me back. He didn't text Chenzo back. He didn't answer any of our calls. Turns out he texted us two days later that he lost his phone in an Uber. Can you tell that story, please? <laughs> I don't really want to, but um, <laughs> yeah. So it was New Year's Eve, and I was going to my boy's restaurant. And uh, who's, your, who's your boy? Who's your boy? Constantine. My boy. Shout out to my boy Constantine. All right, we're going to Constantine's restaurant. What happened? Yeah. And uh, I freaking left my phone in the Uber, and I realized it like two minutes after I got out of the Uber. And so I called my phone immediately and it was like, it was fully charged, but uh, it like went right to voicemail. So I'm pretty sure the Uber driver just turned it off and, and stole my phone. <laughs> and so I was, I was pretty tight, but it worked out because I needed a new phone anyway. I had like an iPhone seven, so I got a 12 and I'm back. Oh, wow. How many cameras do we got on the back of that? Only two. Only two. Yeah. 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 I mean, I feel that, you know, some people have three cameras. That's just a little too <laughs> yeah. much. I'm not there yet. Yeah. So stupid. Off yet, ben. So, Aunt, Aunt the Champ. Where's the How's coffee, up? Chen? Oh, where's the coffee? Oh, it's right here, bro. Cheers. 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 <laughs> what, are you, what are you drinking? And where is it from? It's got a sleeve, so I know it's not homemade. Is it, is it cutting out of this luxury apartment? Where do you go? Yeah. <laughs> I don't Saints. know. Where you at? Oh, he went to Saints. There we uh, go. Yeah, Saints. I don't know Let's if I've been to Saints. Yeah, I... Pre- I approve of Saints all day. Yeah. One of the best coffee shops here. We're supporting local and we're getting good coffee. Not wrong I'll have that. to check that I one out. I just got some uh, organic Sumatra. You know, organic. Nice. <laughs> all right. So, Tony Baloney, um, how's the shoulder? It's feeling good. I'm yeah. uh, getting back to the mat in two weeks. So, Heck excited yeah. for that. It's been a long, a long recovery, but we're finally getting there. When you say you're getting back on the mat, like you haven't practiced, drilled, nothing, you're completely off the mat right now? Yep. Yep. I've been off the mat for a while now. Um, so, yeah, I finally get, finally get cleared February 1st. So, whenever you do get back, who's like first person you want to get your hands on at practice? McKnight, I, McKnight, I would say so, too. He's a, little, <laughs> he's a little squirrely. Yeah. And he has been talking crap, too. Yeah. I think – This luxury internet. I know, I know. We're just gonna keep. We're just gonna keep. I feel like he here. needs to get tossed on his dome every now and then. So, I don't need this Wi-Fi. That's all right, man. Don't worry. You'll be able to uh, get that payday and get that real internet soon. Th- this is just. This is just not working. <laughs> <laughs> we're having a hard time. We're having a hard time for those listening and not watching his internet. Just this must be too much bandwidth for him. So we're just looking at a still shot of him. which is totally, which is totally fine with me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think it's my, my, my hotspot. Let's see if that's better. Are you using a hotspot on your phone? Yeah. <laughs> okay. That, that, that might be part of it. So you're getting back on the mat drilling, practicing February 1st. Do you have an idea when you can return to competition? Um, 
probably, I mean, definitely not for trials. Um, so probably uh, late 2021. So probably about like a year post-surgery. So um, yeah, about like six months from now, probably. That's wild. And it's wild too, because once the Olympic trials were postponed, initially it wasn't that bad of a thing for you because you had to have your surgery anyways. But yeah. then you and I were talking and you were telling me that they, because it's technically an elective surgery that got bumped out and you just got it. What? Like two months ago now. Yeah. So I'll tell, I'll tell the story. I just told it on flow, but um, I'll do it again. So basically I got hurt. Nobody December. listens to flow. So nobody heard the story. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I actually, I actually don't. A ton, so so uh, it was, I got hurt at the senior nationals in this, in late December. Um, went home to, to get my shoulder checked out. I, I dislocated it, but it was like a, a basic tear, nothing like nothing that I couldn't wrestle through. So I was pumped about that, came back to uh, Penn State, started preparing for the last chance qualifier, prepared up until March, and then like a week and a half before the last chance, I heard it again, like my shoulder again in practice, and this time it was like a lot worse. Um, so went back, um, figured out that I definitely needed surgery this time, so was scheduled to get surgery mid-March um, as soon as possible. And the day before I was going in to get surgery, Corona shut everything down. And so my, my surgery was, put, was postponed indefinitely. So I was like, all right. So I was just kind of like hanging around, waiting. And at this point, like the Olympics was, was like still going on and everything. And everything was, was going to go as, as, as planned. So, you know, I was just like, all right, well, I mean, it's not going to happen this year. I just got to, you know, take my time and, and wait till when I get surgery. So I'm not getting a call for like a month and a half, like to, to get surgery. Everything's just like shut down. And so um, I had the opportunity to go out to Miami to uh, help George Masvidal train for his uh, upcoming title fight. So I went out there for six weeks and was just training. Like my shoulder was feeling like decent at that point. And I was like uh, doing a little wrestling, a lot of MMA stuff. I was out there for the full six weeks, no call. Finally, I get back to Jersey, and at this point, it's like it's like mid June, and so months have gone by, and uh, finally we get the clear to to have the elective the um, elective surgery. So I get that done um, in July, get it all done. Surgery goes well, pretty intense, and then I go out to California for a month. Um, at this point, I know that the, the the Olympics are rescheduled, so I go out there for a month to kind of get my, my training campaign and kind of get myself back into the groove of, of full training. And then by the end of that month, um, you know, my shoulder was obviously like super tight and, and, and um, you know, it was soon after surgery. So all the feedback I was getting from, you know, my strength coach and, and doctors and physical therapists out there was, you know, that I could, you know, really try to push this thing and, and rush back for this, this coming uh, March and April. But, you know, it was, it was, a lot of bone and ligament issue to where if I do want to compete for as long as I want to, which is, you know, hopefully for the next 10, 15 years, then the best decision was to, was to take it slow and just kind of let, let my body heal and let my shoulder come back to, to, to its full strength. So finally I got back to Jersey, made that decision. And then since then, <laughs> since then, just, <laughs> I use my right hand now because I, I don't have oh. <laughs> yeah. um, And so just since then just kind of been taking it slow and like doing all the rehab and everything correctly. And now I'm like finally at the point where I'm pretty much back to full strength and, and I can start drilling it and doing all the 
curls and try some extensions, whatever I want to do. Yeah, you got to make sure you get those curls in because, yeah. like, with without that, you're pretty much just a New Yorker. I'm, yeah, I'm just pretty – yeah, I'm lost as a human being if I can't do my curls. <laughs> without your curls, yeah. You might it's like greed from the office. Like, if I can't scuba, what was the point of all of this? <laughs> <laughs> if I can't scuba, what was the point of all this? <laughs> so you had initially – I, I want to say when, when you and Bo came on here, when you guys were in Miami, you had said that your goal was, you know, go to the Olympics and go right to MMA. Yeah. Now that the 2020 Olympics are out for you, what's your plan for wrestling? So I've been going back and forth for like a, a while now, just if I, you know, want to go straight to MMA or wrestle through um, another, another cycle. And I'm, I'm definitely leaning towards, um, wrestling a little longer i'm gonna take it you know take it day by day once i get back in the mat kind of see how everything's feeling but (laughs) (laughs) but uh but yeah so i'm I'm definitely leaning towards i feel like i still kind of have some some unfinished business in the wrestling world so let's go we'll we'll, we'll take it day by day and go from there because i'm gonna i'm gonna have plenty of time to fight you know i want i want to fight for even if even if i get if i have my first fight when i'm 30 years old which is plenty of time from now i want to come 40 for sure so I, I have time for that yeah man who, like who cares you know um whenever you decide to make the transition then yeah you know you're still gonna beat guys up anyway and yeah. as much as much as i want to see you beat people up mm-hmm. i love watching you wrestle so yeah. like that's just like I'd, i i'd rather see you wrestle a little longer yeah. just, just because it's sick man you didn't have a ton you haven't had a ton of time up at heavyweight yeah yeah i haven't had a ton, ton of time competing in general so right um yeah, so definitely looking forward to getting back to strength and, and throwing my hat back in the mix. Outside of the Penn State room, who do you want to wrestle the most? I don't care. I just want to wrestle. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't really feel like – I mean, obviously, I want to uh, uh, wrestle Bradley again because we, we, we didn't finish our match and um, I got hurt. So I'll get, I'll get that one back. Uh, as soon as possible because you know we have unfinished business there and then everyone else you know let's just let's just run it run it back with all of them Abel came out here and was calling you out I heard that yeah <laughs> <laughs> he, he was nice about it though he was nice about it he was he typing was... me up and then uh yeah he uh I mean I said the same thing on, on Flo I understand where he's coming from if I was him you know I'd, I'd want I'd want a, a third match too because I'm the only one he hasn't has lost to but What's he gonna do? Call you a chump when he's zero and two against you? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like obviously yeah. not, right? Yeah. So yeah, there's not much I can say. I mean, I, I tweeted back at him, and it was that was it. But uh, yeah, yeah he, he he's cool. I mean, oh yeah. If, if he uh, if he continues wrestling, then then we'll see each other again. If not, I'll go chase him down in, in the WWE and, and and finish him there. Oh, you guys could like <laughs> throw each other through some tables. Wow. Yeah. Speaking of oh. Bill's Mafia, there we go. Wow. wow. <laughs> Speaking my language. <laughs> Yeah, so yeah, he called you out, but he said like he he gave you credit for winning, and he just he wanted to run it back, and it's gonna be interesting what happens with him wanting to go WWE and MMA and everything after this year. He's yeah. made it pretty clear as of right now, it's through the Olympics, and he's done. You know, yeah. plans obviously always continue to change for everybody. I think until you have that final match where you say, yeah, that was it. Yeah. Like you said, you've been battling back and forth with. Wanting to the MMA route, wanting to keep wrestle. I definitely think having that unfinished business is is a chip on your shoulder, especially where you left off. Like you yeah. left off on such a high note, 
And there's so much excitement, not just for you for what you're going to do, but wrestling fans, Penn State fans, like there was a lot of a lot of hope there for, for what you had coming up. Yeah. So I'm glad you're sticking around. Yes, sir. Yeah, it should be uh, should be some exciting matchups when I come back. So let's talk Penn State for a few minutes because we had Mark Hall on last week and that was fun to I heard some some news stories that I never heard things tends to told me that even all the coffee talk he didn't tell me so you know are you graduated now from penn state yeah yeah i've been graduating for a minute now so you're you're officially done (laughs) you you counting the years he was there no no no, i was just doing math about something else (laughs) so you're officially done when you look back on your penn state career what do you think you reflect on the most and why is it Chenzo? <laughs> Everyone's answer has been me so far, surprisingly enough. We want, we want context, like on my on my own career, or just you like, think you think Penn State? What do you think about? Um, I just think about good times and hard times combined. I mean, there was a lot of years there where I was just on the come up and and climbing up a mountain. But there was a lot of good times mixed in there with everyone, you know, just the whole team. And even when I was on the sidelines, watching them succeed was amazing. And then I just think of that final that final year of where everything kind of came together and culminated to, to you know, my final goal achievement. And, you know, everyone kind of says it's about the journey, which I think there's truth to that. But for me, I don't really find too much um, meaning in the journey without the results. So I feel like once you get that result, it kind of gives a lot of meaning to that journey where, where I can kind of look back and reflect and, and, you know, be like, wow, that was like an awesome journey with, with a lot of great people. Um, and then with that stamp at the end, kind of just like brings it all together. It's a good way of looking at it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I mean, you're kind of right. Um, well, you know, whenever you're going through it, you're not really thinking, you know, man, I love this, right? Yeah. You know, <laughs> right. Whatever, you know, you're getting your butt kicked at practice. Mm-hmm. And you're not like, wow, like this journey has been so incredible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> cutting weight, just like, oh, this is, this is yeah. beautiful. I um, love wrestling with Chenzo every morning for freaking uh, oh, days. Yeah. So, yeah, his um 197 year, we worked out like every all, day all the time in the mornings because we both had to get weight off all the time mm-hmm. and um he was a little big and strong still at the time <laughs> and like i would you know if it's early morning my sweat's not going so i'd start spazzing out a little bit and he would just <laughs> kind of just kind of just shove me like i would fly like one mat over just like whew, you know i'm gone yeah. <laughs> but yeah. those were fun times <laughs> i think um just whenever we beat the best second place team of all time um, in that, in that, uh, in, a, in the match, whenever you wrestle Colin Moore, mm-hmm. I think that for me was one of the most exciting moments. Yeah. Just like watching you. Yeah. Like, that, as a, that, like as a teammate, it's like spectator for that just yeah. match. It was sick. Yeah, that was insane. And again, with the lead up to that, it was just crazy because, well, we made way that, that previous weekend. Then I had to wrestle off on Thursday, lost my wrestle off to Shakur, had to make weight for that, scratch weight. And then the next day, Friday, Coach Kale texted me and was like, you're wrestling tomorrow. I was like, 
sweet. So then they, <laughs> I don't know how that I don't know how that worked with me losing and then wrestling. <laughs> fresh off a fresh off a loss for yeah. wrestle offs. Yeah, hey, we're gonna have you wrestle the number one guy. Yeah, I was like, all right, sweet. And I was actually hyped because I was like, I thought I, I thought I was like I could be done for the for the for the year. So I was like, let's get it. So made scratch again the following day. And then leading up to to that duel, everyone I mean everyone was just saying we we're gonna lose. And for some reason, our entire squad had the complete opposite viewpoint. <laughs> yeah, we're like, we're, no <laughs> shot. We were just like, yeah, we're gonna win. Like it was it was just like a crazy uh, a crazy vibe that whole day where like our vibe was just like completely contrast to everyone else's. And then, I, don't even, I don't even think it was like we're gonna win. I think we were just so confident we didn't even think about it. Yeah, it was like another day. And yeah. it was such a cool thing to be a part of because everyone was on the same page. Everyone was like, yeah, we're just going to do our thing. And the match comes around. And I always say, like, that was such an uh, amazing duel because every single person, like, did their job to the best of their ability. Like, if, 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 if mm-hmm. someone could get a major, they got a major. Uh, if someone could win, they won. If someone could not get tech, they didn't get tech. Like, from Carson Kuhn all the way through Neville's, it was like, Every single person put everything they could into it. I I'm pretty sure during that match, me and Bo both got majors with like less than five seconds oh on the gosh. clock. And and that was like the turn of like that was the turn of the match. Like those like those points were huge. So it just like and then like the next person to come up was just like riding off that energy. So you guys had like, so much synergy. Like I was standing really in like the in the hallway. And just kind of watching, and you guys just continue to feed off each other. And as soon as one of you guys did one thing, the next guy just literally, like, injunction did like the next thing yeah. that would be required if you were scripting it. And yeah. I remember with Nolf being out, everybody's like, okay, it was going to be closed. Now that Nolf's out, no shot. Mm-hmm. But you guys never wavered. Like, you could see it was very evident that, yeah. and then it starts off and, Coon just launches NATO and you're like, okay, this is gonna be good. Uh, yeah, that, that when he, he did that and broke the freaking uh score table and we all jumped up like it was <laughs> yeah. like the duel was over at that point. Like I think yeah, coaches, was... the coaches like kicked us out. They were like, You, you guys gotta go to the locker room, like you're you're using <laughs> all of your energy. <laughs> no, hey, remember yeah, the following year where we drew 133 and we just started freaking out like we won already. <laughs> 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 we, were, <laughs> we were at Ohio State and yeah. we drew 133 for the first match and our whole team just started going crazy like we won. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I remember that duel. We were supposed to lose yeah. that one too. Yeah. Yeah. And oh. yeah, we were supposed to lose a, a, a few Michigan. Yeah. Yeah. I love yeah. these pictures. I don't know if I can pull it up here. I'll just text it to you guys both. Uh, maybe if, maybe in editing, I can put it up. But I love this video. I'm pretty sure this is like when people think of Anthony Kassar, I'm pretty sure they think of this moment. Oh, See no. if you guys have the picture. It's going to be you like pointing to the crowd or something <laughs> like that. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm loading. I'm loading. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. After that, I know. Well, I I know who you were pointing at too. Yeah. But... <laughs> yeah, me too. Yeah. <laughs> was that a good point or was that a call out point? No, that's a good. Point. It was a good, point. a good point. Okay, so it was a girl. 
Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> um, he's just he's just throwing you under the bus. Yeah. Somehow it, it, the point didn't the point didn't make it last time. I don't know. What's the point um, of that, me? But uh, no, <laughs> that, was a, that was a funny moment because after that match, like, so I, I like stood up like at the second after I won, I was like, I'm gonna I'm gonna stay calm and just like shake shake his hand, <laughs> and then I saw the crowd and I just lost it. And then I, I just like was thinking about what kind of celebration I was gonna do, and then I just ended up doing every celebration I could. <laughs> <laughs> and I watch it back, I'm like, I'm on the map for like 30 seconds after I win. I'm like, what am I doing? Nah, it was it was dope. Like, it was super hype at the time. So like, and I'm I'm convinced Neville's fed off that celebration energy. Yeah. Well, so if you want to see a good celebration, look up Nick Neville's senior year of high school state <laughs> finals match. If you want to see, I think you, I think Anthony took a few pages out of his book from his celebration there, just like the, the walk around flex. Um, <laughs> no, the greatest celebration of all time is McCutcheon. <laughs> <laughs> he had some good celebrations. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you, one of the celebrations that I love that i gotta find it we made a gif out of it was you pulling down the lip oh yeah champ, and nobody could see champ expecting, yeah, expecting, expecting the camera to zoom in and everyone's like what is he doing <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> that was a classic one the head nod the head my, nod champ yeah. my celebrations were all just like pure like instinct and emotion so it's me like waving my hands around real lame <laughs> real lame like and stuff so <laughs> So don't watch me celebrate either. <laughs> I can't remember what your NCAA championship celebration was. Was it really it? <laughs> no, maybe. I try not to watch it. I get secondhand embarrassment. First hand. <laughs> oh, man, we're going to have to pull that up. Mark's got to be the top dog for celebrations. I think so. Um Mark, man, that same match whenever Mark got the ride out at the end, and he yeah. started he started oh, just, he started screaming while there was still time on the clock. The <laughs> he's, guy's like, here, he's like, he's on he's on top of him. He's like, like just starts like yelling like while he's like still on top of the guy. Yeah, that was dope. Yeah. That, was dope. that um, Ohio State last year, I thought his celebration was sweet. He had a mixer. And he did kind of like a Conor McGregor walk after him. Like, that was cool because I didn't watch who it was after. the um I, I'm I'm drawing a blank on his name, Penn State quarterback, when he did it after the home meet and he did the Saquon, <laughs> oh, so Saquon would do this. Yeah. Yeah. And he ran off the mat doing that. Yeah. <laughs> that was a fun one. Man, there's a lot. You guys win a lot, so there's a lot of opportunities for celebrations. A lot of opportunities. That's pretty much all I'm thinking. I liked whenever whenever Zane would give a little flex or something. That was always my favorite. Yeah, that's that's when you knew it was. It... Zane got a pin in the semis one year, and then he gave a little like chest pound, like flex, and, and the whole team got up. It was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny too. It's funny that the non-celebration guys love the celebrations. Like Nolf always tells me, like Nolf's not a celebration guy. Yeah, yeah. But he gets hyped off the celebration yeah. <laughs> of others. Like he loves him, but he won't celebrate. He'll just give two yeah. fingers up, and that's it. And I think it's yeah. I think it's so funny too, because like 
you know, when we were in school, like we would, you know, mess around stuff like that. And we, you know, get super pumped up, super into it. But like we see another team do that. Uh, what a bunch of bums. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> know how to act, guys. Act, <laughs> act like you've been here before. No one likes seeing no one likes seeing people that you don't root for celebrate. Nobody yeah. likes it. That's fair. Very true. Yeah. There's Kale's definitely not up there. <laughs> I'm gonna who do you think moving forward, if you had to guess, let's say next year we have a conversation Ooh. of best celebration this upcoming year. Who do you think you would think is gonna have it? Penn State or just all around Penn State. Penn State. Uh I could see Brooks having some good ones. Um Carter. I, I got it. I got it's it. It's probably gonna be me. It's gonna be it's gonna be Bo it's gonna be Bo Bartlett. Bo Bartlett. <laughs> Bo Bartlett's gonna have some fire celebrations after his matches. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> I think he's gonna have some big wins, so yeah, do you, for sure. Do you <laughs> think knowing his desire to grow his brand, what about RBY celebrations? Yeah. Cause you know yeah, he's RBY thinking about it. Yeah, he he'll probably have some well thought out ones. I, he he's he's like pretty reserved overall though, so probably nothing yeah. like too extravagant. But he'll definitely have some like well thought out ones. Uh, I don't know. Like he's not like like you said, he's pretty reserved. And yeah, he's not like I would love seeing like an awkward one. Like imagine Nick Lee pouring a cup of coffee and taking a sip of coffee after like a big match. That'd be dope. <laughs> That'll be dope. Who's, who's gonna have coffee yeah. ready for him? That's what I'm saying. Just throw, just like have someone like chuck him a cold brew and he just shot. Yeah, him. cold brew, cold brew could work. Stone Cold Steve him. Austin style, he just started slinging Ooh. cold brew. I'm yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I Brooks have some good ones though. Brooks and Carter. I think Brooks is gonna have a uh, pretty good year, so I think we'll have some opportunities. Yeah, we got some, we got some studs. That team's good, man. But there's a there's a few good teams this year, like top good teams that yeah, especially with like the whole red shirt thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's gonna yeah. be interesting. I'm actually I'm actually pretty excited for college wrestling this year. I was Me heartbroken too. when this duel got postponed, the Penn State Rutgers one. I was like legit for an hour, sad. Like, <laughs> I probably knew yeah. for a while before. I knew for like three days. So I knew like three days before Kale announced it. Yeah. Yeah. So that at least gave me time to let it settle. But probably going to be seeing a lot of that, unfortunately, which is going to be super annoying. Because each program is going to shut down at some point. It's just when. Does Penn State have. I'm trying to. They're. I don't think they announced it, but they're gonna still wrestle Rutgers in a duel, right? Yeah, I think they're um <clears throat> they're working on rescheduling. Um, I don't really know the ins and outs of it or anything like that. Yeah. So, and I, I think they have to wait and see how like the next week or so plays out. Yeah, I don't think they really want that Jersey smoke though. How about this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, um, <laughs> who who do you have on Rutgers beating their guy from Penn State? Uh, comment. But, uh, what? What? What's that? 
No comment. No comment. Okay. I do I was... remember the last time we went to Rutgers, uh, and everyone was tight. They kept. They were like looking at me. They're like, "What's wrong? What's wrong with this dude? What? What? what why is Jersey like this? Because everyone was just like wrestling dirty, and like it was. It was a. It was a crazy duel. But yeah, they're uh, they're gonna scrap regardless. They might throw out some cheap shots too. I've seen that occasionally. I don't want to say they because yeah, they that just will. encompasses the whole team. They're select individuals. Yeah, yeah. They can't win. They're gonna, they're gonna try some extracurriculars. As would I. Oh. We talk about this tweet that's in. I didn't see it. It's directly under the picture I sent you guys of pointing to the crowd. This is the tweet from February 2019. Anthony Kassar has 78 takedowns this year in 18 matches. And is scoring one every 51 seconds he spends in neutral. Wow. That's an impressive stat. That's a crazy stat. Wonder who's I mean, going to figure that out. Probably no Tom mad. Will- Maybe Tom Williams. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, um, do, you, do you want me to talk crap on that stat or do you want me to like yeah. be, a, be a friend here? No. I mean, I would yeah, probably I'd probably have that many takedowns too if, if my competition was like that. So <laughs> So well, I understand. That year. No, you weren't. You didn't have that many No way. Yes. Was that 97 or heavyweight? Yeah, I probably had well, that was, heavyweight. No, that was 2019. It was February 2019. I don't remember what year was what. Oh, <laughs> uh, was it heavyweight? No, because that was... No. This article came out just after the Penn State. Yeah, tour. yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that was uh, that was ninety seven. Hold on, let me think here. No, bro, that was heavyweight. Twenty nineteen, you won at heavyweight. 28, 2018, like the season started twenty eighteen. NCAA's in twenty nineteen. Yeah, because so, we didn't have twenty twenty NCAAs. But why was that? Why was that tweet under that picture? Just a picture of you. I People- don't know. People would use whenever I was a senior. People. This article pictures. date is people. February 2019. Okay, the picture yeah. was not from 2019. Yeah, though. Was heavy... Well, the picture is from the Ohio State duel. Right, right, so, but 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 the stats aren't. All right, you might be right. You might be right. I am right. <laughs> <laughs> well, and and I'm gonna day. and I'm gonna argue that by saying, hey, if I was wrestling the same competition, I would have that many takedowns in that amount squashed. of time. Also, you would get squashed. <laughs> <laughs> okay, if it was relative, we gotta compare my ninety-seven stats and see how it is. All right, okay. Nomad, if you're listening, put those stats together, comparison side by side. I think I hey, would have more hey, hey, um, whoever's you know listening could reach out to Nomad. Let's just do career stats, takedowns, mine versus Anthony's in college. See who had more takedowns and who had a higher percentage. Let's against go. better competition too so that's this is going to be a very in-depth that's, that's, statistical that's, that's, analysis that's relative that's relative but let's do that all right well, let's see if we can get What's somebody real? to <laughs> get somebody to put that together we'll do the analysis live on right, air let's get, let's get uh stat boy tom to do it you think stat boy tom listens to this i hope so I hope so too. Be very nice of him. He, he should. I don't know why he. What's his reason for not <laughs> he's, listening? He's like, why is that boy Tom not listening? Hey. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna text Tom after this and be like, dude, like you better be listening to the show. <laughs> yeah, everybody should be. Everybody should just be sharing it, and listening to it. So. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Really, we have such good, 
such good insights and banter. Yeah, where else can you get this? Not on uh, Flow Radio. No, no. <laughs> not on Flow Radio. What did you say? You I will say, to... Flow. We got to start a podcast. We got it all set up. Um, but he's been running around like getting married and stuff. So hopefully soon. We'll... What are you guys going to have a podcast about? <sighs> Just everything, man. Life. What's your podcast going to be about? Life. Everything. Life. Love. Religion. Life, love, religion. pursuit of happiness. Yeah. Religion. Real estate. Wow. All the above. You, you, have a, you have a name yet? Yeah, this is this is a tentative, so don't don't blow it up. But this 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 the, the name I'm thinking of. The dime and the dime and nickel show. And I like you're, that. You're, and you're the dime in that aspect. <laughs> Confidence has never been your issue. Um, Jersey, right? I was thinking like I was thinking like Boney, the Boney show. You combine Bo and Tony. Yeah, that's a little. Like, <laughs> that's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot weirder. I can throw it in the mix. It's a yeah. Just just relay that one. Yeah. Just so when you guys are roundtabling it, just make sure it's on a postcard yeah. sitting mm-hmm. the table to you know. So the like group. Diamond Nickel, the Boney show. Yeah. Yeah. Either it, one. They both yeah. Work. Both sound. Both kind of roll off the tongue pretty well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so hopefully we get that started soon. And uh, maybe we'll have you guys on the guest. Always down. Mm-hmm. Me too. You know, I have uh, I have all this uh, equipment and stuff like that. So, like, you know, I could just do it whenever. Like, I have, you know, I have a mic and everything. Just got it all in. Just take you from WrestleMania. <laughs> yeah, now we got, we got to get Chenzo a sign. We get Chenzo a coffee talk sign for the background. Once he moves out, <laughs> we need get Chenzo. We need get Chenzo a consistent place to to record this, and then and then we'll work on the sign. Every time we hop on, like he's in Michael Beard's room now. Every time we hop on, I'm like, all right, whose room today? I'm starting to recognize him a little bit. I know Nick Lee's place. Mm-hmm. I'm starting to remember Michael Beard's room. Well, those are the main two, and then uh, I wanted to do one at home like, in my childhood bedroom. I thought that would have been funny. That would have been a good one. I think maybe we get you out of that house. We get Kassar out of that luxury apartment. You guys buy a house. I'm thriving here. I'm thriving here. <laughs> hey, are there any um, are there any uh apartments you know next to yours that are open? <laughs> <laughs> you can move in, bro. I have like a full 200 square foot. So, Could, what if I just moved in with you? Yeah. All right. The rent would be perfect. Be looking, be looking nice. You guys could turn that into a reality show. Just put a camera in each corner <laughs> and just <laughs> stream it on Rockfin. Are you are you activated yet on Rockfin? No. <laughs> what they haven't email they haven't emailed me back. It's been they, like a week. I asked them, they were waiting on you. No, I emailed them. I'll they, connect, I'll text you guys and connect you once we're done here. Sure. I thought they were waiting on you. I thought I was waiting on them. Did you guys talk about uh, France? We talked a little bit. What are your thoughts? I freaking, I was tight for Gilman. Yeah. That was bad. Because it was such a, it was such a sick match too. Like I did, I did came out super hot, got like Mm -hmm. two nice takedowns. And then Gilman was just like breaking him. And then three seconds left that happened. I was like freaking out. I will say there was no need for Gilman to start shoving that guy. I know. If he, yeah, probably. <laughs> if, if he just didn't like do that, then like that yeah. whole. Yeah, he probably 
if you just make he, he knows if you just stayed a little more composed with but the dude was just like putting his head down like mm-hmm. i don't blame him but i mean i probably would have done the same thing yeah it's just one of those things that that screws you yeah he seemed amped up he seemed like he was he's not really one to back down and just kind of let time run out yeah yeah that, yeah, was, that sucked what did you think of the um <clears throat> david david and uh jb match I thought it was good. I was just talking to him a little bit about it the other day. Um, I mean, it was like kind of one of those weird matches with like a lot of build up and hype and it jumped through a lot of hoops. So just kind of one of those things where like getting a dub was like the, the mm-hmm. most important thing and just kind of move on to the next thing. But I thought he, he wrestled well. I mean, he, he controlled the hand fighting the like the, the entire first period and then, um, you know, stopped attacking a little bit in the second, but then, um, you know, stayed composed and I think, like, like he said, he showed a lot of growth from years ago where that last 10 seconds, of the very last 10 seconds of the match, he stayed composed, continued to hand fight and attack hard and, and didn't give, give it up. So I think it, it was it was a good dub and he probably, you know, was happy to just get it done with and then, you know, move on to, to the more important stuff. Yeah, I I pretty much completely agree. Yeah. Not much else to say about it. Yeah. Got the job done. And like I, I, it was just it's cool. It was cool to watch. You know? Yeah, it was like it felt like a, a UFC fight, like lead up to it. Like that was one of the hypest matches I've ever seen. Did you see that fight last night? Crazy. Or evening. Crazy. Uh, All the way. Yeah. Oh that was my gosh. One of the most dominant performances I've ever seen. Man, that was brutal. That was one of those brutal fights I've ever seen. It was bad, and it's bad because the, his opponent was like is so tough, so he's not going to give up. And so Holloway just kept – he landed a, a UFC record of, like, 405 significant strikes. That's insane. Which is just insane. So, Do you do you watch a lot of fighting? Yeah. Not not you. No. <laughs> talking, <laughs> talking to my, talking my co-host here. That, talking, talking to my co-host here. <laughs> I watch a lot of highlights of fights more than I watch the actual whole events. Mm, that's fair. Like, the stuff that comes out the next day of what was good – I yeah. usually watch that. Mm. Yeah. There's another big one this weekend. McGregor, Warrior. Ever heard of him? Um, and now Khabib is like potentially back. He'll be back. He's yeah, he's like, could, uh, he's going to see back. what happens with this. With this uh, Which means he's coming back. Like if he's, he, if he's gotten his head already, that he's going to wait and see how they do and who looks what. Because yeah. initially it was like, yeah, I'm retired. I'm done. Chapter's closed. Yeah. Now it's like, let's see how they do. Yeah, I'm sure Dana. Uh, they met. They met uh, yesterday. I'm sure he offered him. I mean, Khabib's not too big on the money, but I'm sure he offered him a solid chunk. And Dana did say he said he made that decision emotionally. Like yeah. he, he just lost his dad. He won a big fight, and now it's like that was yeah. an easy time to make a or a bad time to make such a big decision. So yeah. I'm not surprised. I think some of these fighters too just retired just for the gimmick of it. Like so, Hudo will be back. He's not retired. Yeah. You think so? I don't know. Yeah, I think he's, he's I think he's I think he's kind of chilling right now. I think he'll fight. Uh, I mean, he's been, he's made it clear he'll fight the champ at 45 um, if the money's right, which would be sick because then he'll be the first. He could be the first three weight champion. That's crazy. That's a lot of weight. Yeah. I can't imagine how cocky he would be on social <laughs> after he already. He's just like. I think he's so funny, man. <laughs> like I'm, I I love watching him fight too. Yeah, I think he's. he's I think he's great. Fighters. Me too. Um, I would love to see him back. Yeah. Oh man, because like yeah, he'll be back. 
And he's going to, you know, he's not just going to go fight willy-nilly. He's going to get in great shape and then yeah. go right. fight. He's a savage. I mean, yeah. Oh, boy. That's the goal. Nice. When's the next Rockman card? Chen's, um, uh, there's Well, Pittsburgh is the 26th. There's a Pittsburgh one, and then um, – Oh, you're wrestling. Sure, you're wrestling I'm, sure, I'm, sure you about, I'm sure you know about the Penn RTC card. Yes, on the sir. 29th, on the 29th. I'm wrestling on it. Marky Mark's wrestling on it. Should be fun. Um, there's cool. there's some other good matches too, but I'm re- really just going to promote me and Mark Hall because maybe we should get an arm wrestling match. Your right arm is good, right? You can just come out and do an arm wrestling match. Get it. How mm. fun would that be? Is in between matches, they do an arm wrestling match. <laughs> you wanna, hey, do you want to coach me at that? I'd be down. All right, cool. Cause it's, close, right? it's in Philly. It's in Philly. Yeah, I got some contacts in Philly. You don't need you don't need contacts. You just need to be there. <laughs> I'm happy that you do. But... He's yeah, not yeah. thinking about. He's already thinking the after party for after the match. You're gonna, over. Wait, you're gonna go lose your phone in another Uber? Right, we're, let's just lay low this time. Yeah, that was bad. All right, nothing to say to anybody before you. Before you not right out. now. I mean, I'm still on the sidelines, but I'll get back on the mat soon and. Uh... And then I'll be coming for everyone's throat once again. I like that. I, do like I that. can't wait. Can't do wait you either. think how uh, you said end of 2021? So do you think you could be back in time for the world team trials for the actual 2021 world championships? Uh, potentially. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely a possibility. I'd be sick. Yeah. All right. I have one last question. Yes, sir. All right. Typical day of you trying to gain as much weight as possible. Okay. Um, typical day. So, Start out, wake up, get a get a protein bar in, some green juice, nuts, workout, protein shake, uh, seven eggs, two potatoes, go to practice, uh, another protein shake, then um, uh, chipotle or two grilled chicken breasts, potatoes, and avocado, and then I'll end the night with either like a pound of ground beef and white rice or a uh, another protein shake and some more potatoes. Do you How have another can- fridge that's because that does not all fit in that one? <laughs> this one it's struggling. Um, <laughs> yeah, no <laughs> way. <laughs> but my weight's actually doing I'm not like in full bulk bulk mode anymore. Like right. Uh, the 2019 season I was like I was just moving up. So I was like full throttle trying to get my body to adapt but now it's kind of leveled out so dude i would see you like have to power through like two chipotle bowls and i'm like man this weight cutting sucks but that doesn't look fun either <laughs> yeah bro, that was that is not fun what do you weigh right now right now i'm pretty big i'm like uh 245 nice. so that's pretty pretty, pretty le- leveled out now my body's kind of adapted so my eating routine isn't as as forceful that's good mm-hmm but it takes a while. I mean, it takes a while for your, for your body to adapt. So um, you got to be consistent with it. Yeah, that's cool. a that's a great problem to have. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Hate getting big. That, All right. That's got to be right. an expensive habit. So expensive. Like two Chipotle's. Chipotle's yeah. freaking expensive. I feel like I go there and it's 20 bucks. Yeah, I mean, I got like, like $1,500 double on, top, on top of my fridge and... I usually spend like 
I don't even know. I spend all my money goes on food and supplements. So that's man. Why or do you still have Anthe Champ shirts for sale? I do. Still for sale. All right. Anthe, if you're Anthe listening, Champ. if you're listening, go to AnthaChamp.com, buy some fire hats, some fire shirts, because he needs supplements. And where do you think it comes from? <laughs> exactly. Go buy a shirt. Buy a shirt. If you're if you're undecided, buy mm-hmm. two. <laughs> and we got we got huge shirts now too. So Oh, for you, for the youths. Yeah, and then unisex. So, all my ladies out there, <laughs> all ladies, you wearing Anthe Champ apparel. <laughs> all right, let's call it a day before I start saying something. <laughs> <laughs> Heard that. All right, guys, all right, we'll be later, back guys. later. And that is it for today's episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed this conversation as much as I did. If you did enjoy this episode of the podcast, be sure to leave a five-star rating review on Apple Podcasts and be sure to subscribe so you don't miss out on more episodes. For more wrestling content, be sure to follow Bash Mania on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And follow me. I'm at jbash on Instagram and at justinjbash on Twitter. And the beat goes on.